What's going on, Cav family? Pastor Mike McKinney here with our first episode of our Church at Bergen podcast. Um, we could call it Cabcast or something like that. I'm not really sure what to call it yet, but if you have any suggestions, feel free to let me know, and I will possibly consider it. Um, if you do want to suggest a name, you can email me, because if you just kind of say it in passing, I'll just forget it. But um, that's not a promise. <clears throat> That is a consideration. Anyways, uh, let's get right into it. I don't want to keep blabbering on here. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the Lord's Supper and how we practice it on a weekly basis uh, and some changes we're going to be making on our Sunday worship gatherings and the routine, how we actually do it on Sundays. Uh, So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to state the change up front so you're not constantly wondering and waiting for me to get there or fast forwarding to the the point where I say what the change is. Then I'm going to talk about why we're making the change and then when we're going to do it and just possibly any other um, considerations, questions that people might have. Okay, so here's here's what we're doing. we are, so typically we, we practice the Lord's Supper every single week, and that's con- gonna, that's going to be continuing. We're not changing that. Um, but the way in which we're doing it on Sundays is going to be the same way that we did it this past Good Friday. Now, you might be like, I don't even remember what we did. So let me just refresh your memory. On Good Friday, what we did was I preached my sermon, and then afterwards we did this thing. It was called Interlude of the Spirit. And that was a time where we said, no one come to the table yet, just stay in your seats, and we're going to let the Holy Spirit work in each person individually as he sees fit. We're just going to leave room for the Holy Spirit. It's unplanned, unset amount of time for the Holy Spirit to convict, comfort, cry out, praise, pray, uh, whatever he wants to do in each of you. We want to give you guys that time. And then uh, if you guys remember, I was standing up there and then I just stepped back. I stayed up on the stage, stepped back, sat down in a chair, and I just kind of observed and prayed while I was watching the Spirit move amongst you. And I'm just kind of being sensitive to what the Spirit is doing. Um, And then after some time, I I stood up, came to the front, and then I I gave an official invitation to the table. And every single one of you who desired to take the Lord's Supper, you came to the table, grabbed a cup, went back to your seats, and then we took it right away together before continuing in worship. So that's what we're going to be doing. So if I give a a quick little outline, it'll be sermon, interlude for the spirit, invitation to the table, and then actually taking the Lord's Supper together. And then we'll continue with our final uh, songs in the worship set list. So that's that's the change. That's pretty much it. Uh, Now, the next question is why? Why are we doing this? The two main reasons are number one, We've always been talking um, as as an elder board about um, how do we um, help you guys? How do we disciple the church uh, so that we truly honor the Lord's Supper uh, for its solemnity? It just means like the seriousness of it, um, the sacredness of the moment. And we really feel like doing it like this, the word of God has just been preached. It's just been it's, it's, it's convicted the hearts, encouraged the hearts, comforted the saints. However, the word of God um, uh, goes into your hearts. It just gives you space for every single person to not rush, to not get out of the service, to just stay there and give room for what the Spirit is doing in response to the word of God. Uh, and then uh, after giving you that time, we can then 
uh, take the Lord's Supper together uh, right after the Word of God has just gone out and right after we've this Holy Spirit has moved uh, in you and then we take it together and then the remainder of the service is just a response of gratitude uh, for receiving the Word of the Gospel, for letting the Holy Spirit challenge, convict us, comfort us, uh, and then receiving the spiritual body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the rest of the time is just a celebration where we get to do that. So we really feel like, especially given this room for the spirit um, in between, for every single individual to have room for the spirit to work, is really going to help us grow in um, uh, honoring the sacredness of the Lord's Supper. Paul the Apostle says in 1 Corinthians 11, um, that we should not take it in an unworthy manner. That just we shouldn't take it carelessly. And so by taking it, doing it this way, uh, we feel that it's going to help you guys in that way. So that's the first reason why. The second reason why is a little bit more practical. Um, if you guys know one, well, some of the two things that are really unique about Church of Bergen's worship gatherings. One is we take the Lord's Supper every week, and the other one is we invite uh, all children into the worship gathering towards the end of the service. And uh, typically, what we had done is we had taken the Lord's Supper at the end of the service. Um, we grabbed our cups and then we went to the we took it together at the end. We're bumping the when we take it to before we start singing and we're, so we're going to take the lord's supper before parents are encouraged to go get their children and bring them into the worship gathering and the, we, the reason why we're doing this is because there have been uh, a number of times in which we have uh, heard from young families that it's, it's just been hard for them to really honor the sacredness of the lord's supper because they are you know they're wrangling little kids and uh, even, my, even myself, let's, I mean, I've got four kids all under 10 years old. Uh, and we've, and we've, we just want to be sensitive to, to parents who have, they really want to, um, uh, take the Lord's Supper in a way that honors the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's not that you, you can't take it in a way that's, that's honorable and honors the Lord's Supper with your kids there. Uh, we're just, what we're, what we're asking as elders is, is it, is it the absolute best way to do it? Is there a way we could structure things? to help serve the people, to uh, set them up, to truly partake of the body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ in the best way possible for them. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the, the, the main reason. Uh, the other reason why we're making this change is, um, is for the sake of the, the young families. And this is not just a few. <laughs> if you guys know, one, one thing that's, that the Lord has really blessed this church is we have a ton of young families. Babies are constantly being born in this church. It is just, it is unbelievable. Uh, and so that's our, that's our context. And so you do want to be sensitive to the context. It's appropriate to make adjustments and changes based upon your context as a church. Okay. So that's, that's why we're doing it. When are we doing this? Uh, we're doing this, not this upcoming Sunday, um, but the following Sunday, which is Sunday, April 30th. Sunday, April 30th, we're going to be making this change. Um, so uh, please, you know, share this with whoever uh, you feel like needs to, to hear it um, so that they understand what we're doing. And uh, we'll be sure to kind of like talk you guys through it for the first few times. But after a while, we hope, you know, we, we'll kind of get into the habit of that. But Sunday, uh, um, April 30th, we're going to be starting this change. Uh, I'll be preaching on Acts 12, and I'm looking forward to, to preaching that sermon to you guys. And then so after my sermon on, on Sunday, April 30th, um, I will uh, give you guys time alone, each of you individually, to let the Holy Spirit move in each of you individually. And uh, so this just to be super crystal clear, so there's no ambiguity here. What this means is you will not get your children. If you have little kids, you are not going to be getting your children 
until after you take the Lord's Supper. Uh, and so the expectation is you hear the, the, the Lord's you hear this, the word of God, you just stay in your seats, let the Spirit move, you take the supper, and then at some point between the beginning of the song, uh, beginning of the song after the supper, at some point within that song, the the expectation is you would go and get your kids then, and then they would be able to join us uh, for the conclusion of the worship service together. Uh, so that's that's when we're doing it, and that's what you can expect on Sunday, April 30th. A couple questions that people might have. Um, one question that people might have is, what about those of us who want to let the Lord's Supper uh, be something that teaches our kids? Uh, two, two responses to that. One is the the goal of the Lord's Supper is not to teach children. The Lord's Supper is intended for a very individual, personalized, one-to-one, you and Jesus moment. That's primarily what it's for. One individual to receive the sacred moment of the spiritual body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it's primarily intended for. Now, Paul does say, you know, every, as often as we take this, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Uh, so in one sense, people could argue that, you know, well, you know, as we do it, we're proclaiming publicly what the Lord has done. So in that sense, it's, it's, it isn't, it's, you could argue that it's kind of, you know, a teaching moment. So at, in response to this, um, we can consider uh, the... Um, the fact that we love to do family worship Sundays. Uh, so there there may be times, a few times throughout the year, when we do family worship Sundays, and your kids from pre-K, four, or however old, I think it's five years old and up maybe, um, are a part of the, the worship service, and they can uh, they can see and experience when we do it at that po- at that point, and whoever's preaching would take time to explain to the kids what we're doing, why we're doing it, and you can talk to your kids about it there. Uh, so it just wouldn't be something that happens every single week with your kids. It might just be a few times a year where they can experience and see that moment there. So there still will be that teaching opportunity for. Uh, your kids there. Um, so those are kind of like two, I think, main uh, questions that people uh, might have. But the the main the main hope is uh, is is the, the heart behind this is that the Lord's Supper is a precious gift from our Lord Jesus, and so we want to treat it um, as sacred and beautiful as it is. Uh, and so we 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 really believe as elders that this is going to be a way in which we can um, increase and enhance. Uh, the posture with which we receive the spiritual body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, receiving more of his grace, uh, using the mouth of our faith to feast upon the benefits of the gospel that are always held out for us in Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Um, Thank you for uh, considering this. Look forward to growing together uh, as a body of Christ um, as we take the Lord's Supper together. Love you all. Bye.